Hey, it's your old pal Slim, and this is 70 Millimeter, a podcast for film lovers. Every Monday, I'm joined by famous artist Danny Haas. Yeah, when in the front goes straight up, Casey and I think we looked at each other while watching this film. We made eye contact, almost started making out on the spot. And spiritual advisor, Protolexis. This is the best action movie starring a bus. And together as friends forever, we discuss recently watched movies. Joining us this week is the host of the On Lynch podcast, Mackenzie Wilkes. Show a little more, show a little less, add a little smoke, welcome to burlesque. <laughs> Later in this episode and from the fallout, of our VHS Village Olympics. We're discussing 1994's Speed, starring Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Spoilers, Mackenzie is not the only person on this episode watching Speed for the very first time. Enjoy! I want to talk about the Green Knight. What? Real quick. I want to get into this. Okay. Because there's a lot of buzz. We have a, we'll get into our special guest in just a moment. Mackenzie's here. I think Mackenzie has seen it five times. <laughs> five Before times. Before we even get to Mackenzie oh. and the Green Knight, Danny has, is doing some kind of covert viewings of the Green Knight. Is that true? I've seen it twice. It's very true. My uh, first experience kind of sucked. Uh, really? Just the theater experience kind of sucked. The uh, people around yapping. Uh, yapping during the movie? Yeah. It was rough. What? So I had to see it a second time. Watch it Monday. Midday. Alone. And, oh my God. In a theater, you know? How, did, how, was, how was the experience watching The Green Knight alone? Um, it's, it's exactly what I want it to be. And I, you know what? I think my, there was like one time where I saw a movie by myself or the first time I did that was Jeepers Creepers. And I think it was in this exact theater and I was getting the vibes of watching Jeepers Creepers again alone in a theater, my God. which scared the what shit a out moment. of me. Yes. The first 20 minutes of Jeepers Creepers are pretty legit. Yeah. Insane. Unrivaled. <laughs> Some would say this is the Star Wars of horror movies. It's someone. <laughs> Not the first time I've heard it. <laughs> Mackenzie, you've seen The Green Knight several times. I have. I've seen it three times, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Cripes alive. My girlfriend loves loves a Dev Patel, so we believe in Dev Patel supremacy in this house. So. What's Dev Patel from? He's from like a show or something, right? Skins. yeah. I saw him in Slumdog Millionaire first because mm -hmm. that movie like blew up. And that's the only thing I know him from really other than this. But my girlfriend has seen his entire filmography. So and before we ditch Danny's thoughts on Green Knight, there's there's something in the wind. I, I don't know what it is, but Danny watched it in secret. <laughs> something is cooking in the tape deck community. So I don't even want to stay on topic with this Green Knight business. We have a guest. That's more important. Well, okay. Mackenzie Wilkes. I agree. We talked about it last week with Speed during the VHS Village Olympics. Yes. <laughs> Mackenzie took part. You're a part of our Discord. And you revealed brave, bravely that you had never seen Speed. So we thought, why not? You know, you just launched a hit podcast, the On Lynch podcast, uh, essay style podcast with interviews going through the David Lynch filmography. Mm. So welcome to the show, Mackenzie. Thank you. Thank you for that warm welcome. I'll put a uh, hit podcast slim on my website now. Uh, that's really great. Thank you. Cartoonish version of me giving like a thumbs up, <laughs> yes, like a sticker, yes. like a stamp of approval you can put Absolutely. on a podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Make sure it says uh, slim of 70 millimeter, just so everyone knows where to go. Not slim yeah. shady. Slim of 70 millimeter Make sure podcast, we get yeah. the 70 mm in there, please. So when we, we usually have a guest on the show, you know, they're brand new to potentially the majority of our listeners, we go directly to the source to figure out who you are. 
Mm-hmm. We go to your letterbox profile. We go to your top four, and we try to get some uh, explanations. That's oh God. Okay, an interrogation. We get some mm-hmm. answers. <laughs> and your number one movie on there related to your podcast is yeah. Mulholland Drive. <sighs> David Lynch. Tell us about. Tell what? us about this movie. I mean, it was the first David Lynch movie I had watched, and like many people on gay Twitter, I watched it because it looked gay. And I was like, all right, I'm in. Like, I just have to see two women (laughs) looking at each other. And I'm like, all right, I'm in. I'm into this movie. Uh, But boy, oh boy, was I in for much more than that. Uh, Mm. I don't know. I love it. It's that old Hollywood, neo-noir, you know, psychosexual kind of weird tale. And I've seen it called David Lynch's Sunset Boulevard is Mulholland Drive. And I... Fully mm. agree with that. Like this tale of Hollywood. And I just, I don't know. Mm. I just think it's like one of the best movies I've ever seen. And it kind of jump-started my love of David Lynch. And so that's why I've, I've just kept it as number one because it's the brand, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Got to stay on brand. We know that. We're all about the brand here. You heard Carter mention 70 mm. Mulholland Drive? <laughs> I think I have when it first came out, maybe. And I was like, this isn't, this is quote, not for me. I think I might've thought when I first saw it. Pardo, what about you? Have you seen Mulholland Drive? I think Mulholland Drive is also my first Lynch. I think I saw it. I know I saw it a long time ago. I can't remember anything about it, <laughs> but I distinctly remember it being viewed. Um, hmm. And I think I felt the same way. Like I didn't understand what was going on. It, I was just in over my head at the time. Right. I was in over my head. I'd Drowning. love to go back. Yeah. I, I, I just, you know, what's embarrassing is you, you find these sometimes. I have a three-star rating of Mulholland Drive, and this was definitely a day one rating somehow, some way. <laughs> Danny, have you seen Mulholland Drive? No, no. I had a friend um, who is out in LA. He's a movie guy, and he hates that movie, like hates it with a passion. Uh, so it turned me off to it. But my, I mean, the the I love Lynch for Twin Peaks. Uh, Twin Peaks is is all time for me. I, I love that show. Twin Peaks stand. So my only Lynch is Twin Peaks. Well, we don't have to talk about Dune because that sucked. Your second movie on your list, Big Fish. Yeah. That's a Tim Burton movie, isn't it? I think it is, mm. yeah. It doesn't feel like him to me. It doesn't. It feels it does. like almost like before we get the modern Tim Burton that we know today. No, we're love or hate. So what's up with Big Fish? I just... I, I don't know. It's the f- the first movie I can remember being obsessed with was Bowfinger, sadly. Um, <laughs> I've seen that great Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy vehicle. Wow. Um, yeah, I found my mom's unmarked blockbuster VHS of that, and it became the first movie that was like my favorite movie ever. And I think I, when this came out, I took my mom's DVD of it, and it was the first movie I ever remember emotionally moving me in my life. Mm. Like as like a nine year old, I, Mm. I like cried and I loved it. And it was this bright, fantastical, beautiful world. And I think it's just always remained one of my favorites because I find that I return to it at different points in my life. And it means something different to me every time. Mm. Like, I feel like as I get older, I see the, the themes about aging and death and legacies and what you leave behind with your family and, Albert Finney's character reminds me so much of my grandpa in terms of like a silly old man who tells tall tales and storytelling being the things that we kind of use to help our stories live on. And I just like, I just feel like as I grow older, it just, I kind of grow up with this movie. Like I've never been able to leave it behind. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I've kind of let it be one of my favorites. I just, I think it's a magical movie. I love that movie so much. Wow, wow, wow. Proto, you got a BLB rating for Big Fish, bro? Oh man, I'm like in the same boat. This came out in 2003. I saw this in theaters with my dad. I was 16. I remember weeping in the theater watching this movie. Weeping. So (laughs) in some ways, I almost feel like I want to call it a a guilty pleasure because whenever I see people rate this, they're just like, ah, it was okay. So I feel, but looking back, I remember just loving this movie. And I've watched it in the last 10 years as well and loving it as much then. But yeah, I really connected with this movie as well. I don't know if it's like the age when I saw it, but it stayed with me in the same way. Third on your list. This is a movie that has been bandied about in our Discord several times. We have someone in our Discord that really wants the podcast to cover this movie. 
It's a great movie. Very hot topic. That movie is Bound by the Wachowskis. Tell us about Bound. It's just like so good. It blows my mind, I think. I think that I probably sound silly, but I I think it's criminally underrated as a noir, Mm. I think. And I think that is because it is queer <laughs> and because right. the, fir- my, the first 20 minutes are a softcore porn. I'm not going to lie. Like the first 20 <laughs> minutes, the interactions these women have, there's like a whole part where Jennifer Tilly, who already has like a voice specific to softcore porn, is like, do you want to see my tattoo? And just like pulls her <laughs> shirt down and be like, who does that? Uh yeah, is that a Labrys? Are you surprised I know what it is? It's my favorite line <laughs> of the whole movie. It's so, it's cheesy. And so I, my friend made me sit down and watch this and was like, this will be the best game movie you ever see in your life. And I was like, whatever. And the first 20 minutes, I'm like, this is just, <laughs> this is so cheesy. And then I don't know what happens, but it's like the bottom drops out around 20 minutes in. And it really does, in my opinion, become one of the best neo-noir fiasco mafia crime movies I've ever seen. Mm. And I think it's underrated what? because of the corniness, if that makes sense. I just, mm. I don't even know. It's so good. The performances are so good. Every shot is different and artistic and strange the way they use colors. And there's this shot of like a cop coming in and they've pulled a rug over to hide some blood. And there's just the shot of his foot sinking into the rug and the blood creeping over his mm. shoes. Like, Stuff like that just blows my mind. And I just think it's an underrated movie. And um, and Cherry on Top, it's gay. <laughs> that's right. that's what I look for in movies, if you can't tell already. Yeah, um, I remember when that when I was younger, I think that had come out on VHS. And when I was a kid in, you know, my friend circles, this was like the movie to get. Like, you got to really? get Bound. Mm. Get your parents to get, we got to go rent Bound. You seen Bound? Mainly because, like what you said about the first 20 minutes. That this yes. was like, you know, the easy access to see <laughs> those types of movies as a kid. And yes. maybe maybe it is because of those first 20 minutes that maybe the main, quote unquote, mainstream don't talk about Bound as much. Because, you know, it's probably too, quote unquote, taboo. Proto, do you, have you seen Bound? No, I know nothing about this movie. Other than the talk in Discord. And, mm-hmm. I mean, the Wachowskis. Kid me? Yeah. That's what's crazy about right this now? too. 96. Yeah, this Wachowskis? movie apparently paid for the Matrix. God bless. Wachowski's month. <sighs> yeah. We d- we owe it to them. And also <laughs> think I think another reason I'm surprised it's so underrated I think in the in the LGBTs as well because um I don't want to spoiler alert a little bit for Bound. There's Uh-oh. like a happy ending which is kind of rare with with queer films like that's the kind of a complaint a lot of people have about LGBT movies is that sometimes the endings are tragic or, but Mm -hmm. I think that it has, in my opinion, a hopeful ending. And that's like also kind of a rarity. And I think that's why it's such a gem to me is that it is a cool movie with high stakes that keeps you on the edge of your seat. But like, you still get to kind of have a happy feeling when you leave the theater, the film. And right. I just love it. It's my favorite queer movie of all time. I think. What's the other actress's name next to Jennifer? (laughs) Gina Gert. What do I know her from? She's in Showgirls. Showgirls. She's in a bunch of stuff. She looks so familiar. She did like this in Showgirls back to back. Oh, face off. Shocking addition to round out your phase on Letterboxd. Yeah, let's talk about this one. Everyone, please just sit down. (laughs) It's, we're going to, we're going to get through this together. Scooby-Doo 2. The second one. Matthew Lillard starring Vehicle. Why? What's happening here with this movie? I had a recent fave. I had the Green Knight there for a little bit, and but then you were like, "Well, we're going to talk about your favorites," and I was like, "I got to put, I got to, I got to make sure these movies represent me as a person." <laughs> wow. And when I first got Letterboxed, I only had one favorite, and it was Scooby Doo Two Masters <laughs> Unleashed. I I don't know if you have this in your friend groups, but sometimes there's like things about you that become such a bit that they become deeply ingrained in like what people think about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scooby-Doo yeah. 2 Monsters Unleashed <laughs> became that amongst my friend groups that I, I have an unironic love for this movie and that everyone associated it with me. It was on my Tinder profile. I think I had it on my Facebook. I just, I loved this movie. <laughs> and I, I forget why. I mean, I do know why I love this movie. I... I've always loved the live action Scooby-Doo's. I just growing up, I always loved those movies. 
And then in college, I had like just moved to college and was like depressed and stressed out because being an adult, quote unquote, Mm. for the first time is scary. And I remember I was laying in my dorm room at night watching Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. And I got to the scene where Shaggy is thinking about how easy it was when they were kids. And I just started bawling at this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And I like called my friend and I was like, Peyton... Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed is about growing up, man. It's about the fact that when we get older, we can't unmask the monsters because they're real now. We can't go back to what we once knew. We're grownups and we can't go back. And he was like, okay, calm down. And it just became my favorite movie. It's become like a comfort film to me because I do Mm. feel those themes in it. I do feel Mm. those themes of like, wow, life was better when things weren't hard and we weren't grownups, but you have to grow up and you do and you face the monsters for what they are. And so I, I love Scooby-Doo too. Monsters Unleashed. Jeez. Amazing. I don't want to get anyone chilled up, but Danny is wearing, I think a green shirt, very similar to Shaggy right now. It's, it's not, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's green, right? right now. It's green. Can you see it, Brodo? Can you see it? I can see his shirt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's some famous Matthew Lillard hate on this on this pod. Yeah, it's un, it's unacceptable, actually. <laughs> Listen, I His he's not is too much. He's screen. not for me. He's extra in Scream. He's extra. He's too yes. extra for me. I think in my Scream review, I, love I said that like screen. Matthew Lillard is like too. the kid that you knew or, or the friend of a friend that I would see at parties that I would actively try to avoid at all times. You know, I would not engage in conversation and I would go elsewhere. Dang, he should have been Joker. Oh, <laughs> face. oh, oh baby. Riddler. Uh, I love him as Shaggy. I think he's so fun. I, lo- I've re- I would take 50 more movies with that cast. I love that cast and the roles they're in. Also, Linda Cardellini in that orange leather cat suit. Excuse me. That was an away. She says, who's your mommy? That's in a PG movie. Like what? I was going to say, there's a Scooby-Doo recent animated series that was really good. I'm not sure if anyone here watched it. It was a couple of years ago. It was like an adult-ish version of it. It was mm-hmm. really, I can't remember. If I Mystery Incorporated, I think is, is what it was called. It lasted like two seasons. And like one of the cool plots was like there was an original um, Mystery Inc. Like before that, you know, before them that had like this deep history and they had a falling out and there was like another version of them beforehand. It was really cool. What? Just a reminder, we're getting to speed right around the corner. 1994, Keanu. Sandra Bullock. That's my dad would say. Uh, <laughs> Proto, did you watch any movies this week? I did. I, get, I got to watch one movie... On August 15th, um, I continued in our uh, noir journey, uh, the, the Norny, and I watched the classic uh, noir for August, which was uh, The Killing from 1956, Stanley Kubrick. Um, I gave it two stars. You know, it just didn't really work for me. This is from 1956, but it, it kind of gave me like a mank feeling where it felt like a movie that was made in the eighties trying to be set in the fifties. I don't know. It was very strange. I don't know how else to describe it, but it just really took me out of it. And uh, Sterling Hayden is in this who I, um, I loved in the long goodbye. Like I thought he was amazing in that, but in this man, he is just, I, I, I I couldn't handle it. There was like one scene where Mm. it, um, I nearly shut it off. It was, it was like that. Oh my God. But uh, yeah, I mean, it it has a great premise. It has a great, uh, so it's a heist story and the heist is like very technical. It's very like, uh, very complex. I love that when they do that in movies. So that part of it, I really enjoyed. Uh, And Mm. I wish there was like more of that Um, because whenever that happens in a movie, I love it. But yeah, this was kind of a dud for me. Dudsville. Proto, um, I know this is a safe space and it's just the four of us talking right now. So yeah. uh, when I say this, yeah. I know yeah. I'm safe with you. I, uh, I watched 10 minutes of The Killing and turned it off. What? I couldn't, I couldn't do you. it. I was, I was so bored. What is going on here? And I, I, I just, I was like, I can't get into it. Their narration is so weird to me. It feels so oh, off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I haven't gone back. I don't think I will. 
oof gif has made an appearance after Danny's opinion <laughs> was revealed. I was just bored. I was, I can't, I'm, I was not vibing very fast. I was done for. This is a dark moment. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Have you watched <laughs> Body Heat yet, Proto? Or are you no, not doing Body I've Heat? thought about it, but we'll see. His own time. journey, he's skipping movies. Never it's, been done. It's choose your own. Let's see. Real quick, we have to call out some of our new friends on Patreon that joined this week. Uh, four bucks a month, you get access to exclusive episodes, uh, access to our Discord. You get a membership card mailed to you from Actually. Danny uh, for the VHS Village. Listen, I'm dealing with lost cards right now. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to replace cards for people. It's tough. The USPS is in shambles, shambles. right now. It's <laughs> still in shambles. I stopped ordering things. I don't want to have to deal with the USPS. <laughs> this week, Diamond King, Woody, and Gary joined. I'd rather not own anything. This week. <laughs> so we appreciate your support, and we're at 181 patrons. Just a fresh reminder. Oh, gosh. Two before Shantana. Where is Shantana not listening to? I haven't seen Shantana chat yet. Can we get a pulse check on Shantana? Two hundred patrons will unlock the Harry Potter episodes mm. for patrons. Whose idea was that? Slims. You know it was Slims. <laughs> it was producing. I think in that we moment. talked about a thing to do at two hundred patrons, and the <laughs> Harry Potter movies were were talked about. There was another franchise we thought about doing at two hundred too. Save it for the show. But I'm not. We're not going to get into it right now. It's too hot. Save the content. It's too hot. And then uh, one one patron friend of the show who isn't super active in Discord. We missed their birthday recently, and I pulled up a review of theirs. I wanted to spotlight in dog years. I think our friendship with the show started eons ago when we were first talking about possession. Remember possession? The journey that that disc is on right now. It's a big journey. I did a Google image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, thank not, you. Not, not for you. <laughs> not for me. Uh, Chris, in dog years, offered to give us his, I think, possession Blu-ray. So I want to spotlight one of his reviews that's related to a topic in a minute. Uh, he related My Dinner with Andre. He reviewed My Dinner with Andre, which we will be covering for Patreon exclusive episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the review for My Dinner with Andre, just like me and the boys splitting some endless apps at TGI Fridays. Wow. If that doesn't make you want to watch My Dinner with Andre, mm-hmm. what wow. will? I used to love going to TGI Fridays. Really? Getting their quesadillas. I know that. Those potato sticks. skins? <sighs> Those potato skins, otherworldly. <sighs> A fountain. Real quick, our winner of Letterbox Pro this week for sharing the show on social media, you get access to Letterbox without ads. You get access to your stats, see where all your movies are streaming. Uh, you get entered to win for sharing the show. Movie Cat 1408. Wow. Just won a free year of Letterbox Pro. So congratulations. And if you want to support Letterbox and upgrade to Pro or Patron status, you can do so at 20% off using the special page on 70mmpod.com. <laughs> Speed 1994. This is our pick for Summer Blockbusters 21st Century. We did a slight pivot because the time was right to cover Speed. Keanu, Sandra, Jan DeBont. Is it Jan or Yan? I got scolded last However time. However you want to say it, Slim, it's your podcast. Jay DeBont directed. This is his second appearance on 70MM. Prado, can you uh, help us understand the film speed before we discuss it? Dennis Hopper is a man who has served his time and has nothing to show for it but a cheap pension and a missing thumb. Fueled by rage, he seeks to hold an elevator full of people hostage, only to have his well-crafted plan foiled by Jack. Hell-bent on getting his just desserts and revenge on Jack, Dennis draws up a plan to wire a transit bus with explosives. There are rules to this game, and Jack must abide. No one off the bus, stay above 50 miles per hour, and don't kiss Sandra Bullock until the final (laughs) act. (laughs) <laughs> With time running out, it's a do or die race through LA. Speed. Speed. This one is the big one. The big one. I like that. 
Jack is the character named Jack, but Dennis Hopper is the actor, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> the way, the way I think in this movie, Dennis head. Hopper's character's name was Dennis Hopper. I think it's like all of that. <laughs> That's who I knew him as. <laughs> he just showed up on set. They started running a camera and they were like, oh God, we got to get this he's guy. Here. Dennis, what are you up to today? He thought he was on set for a Batman movie. He with did. the portrayal he was putting on for this he film. Know where Especially he was. when he turned that corner doing that cackle. But we'll get into it. <laughs> So, yes. Mackenzie, do you have memories of hearing about this movie at all growing up? Because you have not seen it before. And at least for me, this was like a historical VHS growing up, obviously older movie. But what about you? Do you have any kind of cultural memories of this movie? Not to make anybody feel old. Mm-mm. This movie is one year older than me. Uh, I have no, I had never heard of this movie in my life until VHS Olympics when I looked like a, that's amazing. Just sitting there not knowing what this movie is. So I, I, and I like Sandra Bullock. I like Keanu. I've never heard of this movie in my life before this week. That's amazing. That is amazing. Danny, did you grow up with speed? I think my, um, all I knew of speed was whenever I caught it on TBS. I don't think I ever actually sat down and pushed play on this movie and watched it from beginning to end. I've seen so much of it though. Uh, so this felt like a first, this felt like a first viewing, even though a bit of it is what I've seen. I've seen a bit of it. Mm. Proto? This movie has lived in my head for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, I am very uh, familiar with this movie. Uh, but I, this was actually my first time seeing it. I'd never seen it before. Um, I've passed it many times on TV, but I, I knew of it, you know, so well. This was, I mean, speed. I knew, like, I just knew the story, knew everything about it without ever seeing it. I will not lie. I didn't know there was a, like, a bomb aspect of this movie. Like, I just knew oh. bus go mm. fast. So when mm. I showed up, things are exploding. I was, I truly... Had no idea what I was going to be in for starting this movie. I just want to circle back to Proto's comments. This is the first time you've seen this full through in one sitting? Period. Yeah, I've seen scenes probably on TV, Mm -hmm. but I've never watched the whole thing. Yeah, I wonder how many people are the same way. Like, they think they've seen Speed, but they've maybe seen 25% of Speed. Yeah, because it would, like, you flip it on and you're like, oh, they're they're on the bus. Uh, Okay. You know, like they're always on the bus when you'd watch it. <laughs> yeah, most people don't remember the first twenty minutes, probably, or the last no twenty minutes, really. Um, so my, I'll, I'll go through my notes here as we can go around the room to talk about what we notated. I am so enthralled with Keanu's voice in this movie, as you might imagine. <laughs> he has this strange inflection when he speaks. Mm-hmm. The one that I wrote down in caps was when. Sandra Bullock is driving and she, you know, turns for one second and she hits that baby carriage. Oh, and she thinks it's God. the baby that she just ran over. Yes. And Keanu turns back and you see the cans roll out. He he turns back to Sandra. It's cans. <laughs> it was cans. Ma'am, it was cans. <laughs> the weirdest voice it's so strange i couldn't get past it but the way he says ma'am 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 he kept calling her ma'am that's what drove me nuts too it well until she introduced herself i know it's just wild call her sandra <laughs> so that is my note i you know he's great in this movie i just love his voice i love his casio watch there was a review. I think it might have been oh Paul's review. I wanted that Casio watch bad when I was rewatching that thing. How about his flannel jacket that he's wearing before he gets on the bus? Are you kidding yeah. me? Fit check. His <laughs> his layers. Check. What time of year was this? Yeah, L.A. He had to be sweating everywhere? his ass off. It was six a.m. at the coffee shop. It's a little brisk there. <laughs> <laughs> so Mackenzie, what was uh, the first thing on your list for this viewing of speed that you wanted to bring up? I, the first thing I wrote down was just <laughs> my first two notes are this opening score. Oh my God. Mm, I love the music. I love killer. the scoring. And then my second note is all caps, a knife in a dude's head. What the <laughs> hell? God, that was brutal. I was not expecting just straight up face stabbing within like 30 <laughs> seconds of being in this movie. I also keep coming back to that moment uh, when I think of this movie, because I keep thinking he, he says he spends two years putting this elevator job 
together. This is his baby. <laughs> like this is his plan. Was part of his plan dealing with the guard in the basement by stabbing him in the head? Was that like part of this plan that he had crafted? It seemed like he had no idea this guy was going to be here. <laughs> like, I'll just I'll just stab you in the head. That'll solve it. <laughs> I loved Dennis Hopper in this so much. I mean, I to be on the Lynch thing, like Blue Velvet, I think he's amazing as the mm. villain in that. And he had this similar level of unhinged. Uh, in this film, I just don't think this villain would have worked for me if it wasn't Dennis Hopper, just because I think he scares me. Like, he as a human being scares me. He's a very strange individual. I mean, we talked about that one, that one scene where he turns the corner oh and does my that God. laugh. Like, <laughs> Danny's doing prayers right now. <laughs> Honestly, it's amazing. Give it up! You're out of options! <laughs> for this whole beginning, though, this this elevator sequence like kind of blows my mind. It's so good. Like I really was like when Keanu comes over the crest of the hill with that cop car <laughs> and <laughs> they are off the ground by four feet for whatever reason. I just put my note, I, I, my notepads down. There's no reason to take notes in this movie. You know exactly what's going to happen the rest Katie of this movie. He got on his knees and started praying in front of the TV after that car flew over the hill. There's no reason. There's no reason to take notes. There's no, you're not here for a cinematic journey. You're here for Keanu and a bomb and Sandra and bad guy Dennis Hopper. And for whatever reason, uh, what's his name? Jeff Daniels is a cop. <laughs> I don't know how he got credentials or how he passed any sort of test to be a cop, but he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this elevator scene was so crazy. Like I really thought we were going to see someone get cut in half when they're pulling him out of the hole. That one last yeah. lady, I'm like, Oh, they're cutting her in half. We already saw one guy get stabbed in the head and fall limp oh. uh, at the basement. That last lady, I really thought she was a goner. Verhoeven yeah. would have cut her in half. Verhoeven would have <laughs> cut her in half. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He knows the score. <laughs> yeah, the elevator stuff freaks me out. This was so well done. You're right. It was very yes. scary, very nerve wracking. I think like two years ago, I was at the office and they oh, were no. renovating, working on elevators. And there was one time where I went to get lunch and the elevator like legit Mm-mm. shook up and down like twice. Mm-mm. And I thought in that like split second, I was like, oh, this is it. I'm going to die in an <laughs> elevator. What an awful way wow. to go. Like, <laughs> this sucks. It's like, I could have died any other way. Oh my God, what a dumb way to go. There's so much about uh, Dennis in this scene too. Like, hmm. the way he reacts to Jeff and Keanu coming in to the top of this elevator, like when he grabs Jeff by the nose to pick him up, <laughs> like it's so random. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. He's so weird. Like he's so weird and awkward, but why? Like, why is he performing like this? He could have had clown shoes on and I wouldn't have got it enough. Like him just walking around in clown shoes. Like I would have, I would have been like, this fits. This yeah, it's still, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Proto, what is on your list for speed? Um, Let's see. What else? Um, oh, so the big stunt in the middle of the movie, right? I think probably right at the middle, we, we got the bus going over the bridge. The gap. There's My construction, God, guys. It. It's not finished. The bridge is not finished. They need. To, they have to jump the, the the bridge, the gap here. You know, so they're going to get this. They're going to get this bus going. Not fifty. Not 60. We're getting up to like 75 on this bus and we are jumping this gap. I can't get over that scene. <laughs> it popped Kate, a wheelie. When the yeah, when the front goes straight up, Casey and I think we looked at each other while watching this film. We made eye contact. <laughs> Almost started making, making out. out on the spot <laughs> because of this scene. Like, you kidding me right now? That bus went erect. Uh, Unreal. There's no reason for that bus to pop a wheelie. No reason. In that, in that moment. Except there's for no- that it's sexy. <laughs> the symbolism in that moment was not lost on us. Okay, we all felt it. And it landed very well. Uh, let's see. Next on my list. 
the scene where he confiscates that dude's sports car to try to catch up to the mm. bus to tell them, those stunts looked so cool. I, he's like literally driving on the highway at what looks to be like 70 miles an hour with this dude to catch up to him. Like Keanu is driving and mm-hmm. it looks like so old school and real, like him on the highway doing that, which sounds mm-hmm. crazy to say, but like it looks real. And he's trying to tell them that there's a bomb on the bus. And I, thought I was cracking up because he writes this note <laughs> that just says like bomb on bus. Why would you not put like dot, 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 don't go under 50 miles an hour or whatever. It's just like, <laughs> you're instant. there's a bomb on the bus. I'm going to stop the bus right now. Right, yeah. Come on, Keanu. I love that shot though. I love him losing the paper and it like mm-hmm. flying onto the window and that close up of Sam, oh, yeah. the bus driver. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I was watching a little bit of it before I came to record and, <laughs> that scene like made my girlfriend like look up from her laptop and be like, oh <laughs> shit, is this really cool? And I was like, yes, it is. Watch this movie, please. So what else is on your list, Mackenzie, for speed? I will not lie. I, I I'm finding it hard to make jokes because I just really, mm. like, I've, I liked it so much. Mm. And I feel like there's all these, like, silly things that are dumb. But, like, I was so unbothered by them and did not notice them until other people in the Discord pointed them out. <laughs> right. There's a, I wrote, there's a lot of balls jokes going on. <laughs> and, that, like, the, like, I feel like one is like, okay, <laughs> all right, we're making a balls joke. We've there's hit our like limit. three in this movie. <laughs> There was like th- like multiple languages. We had a lot of balls jokes happening yeah. in this film. Yeah. I felt very um, blindsided by. 90s action. If you didn't have at least one ball joke, then they were probably yeah. sending it back to the script writer. <laughs> Rework this. Like, we need more. Yeah, this is a good start, but uh, we need a ball joke in here. <laughs> but it was specifically Dennis Hopper going, all right, oh, we, we got, got all, all the balls, balls in the world. world. <laughs> entire life (laughs) Danny what is on your list that you didn't talk about yet for uh, speed I feel like the best performance in this movie is Joe Morton I love him as the cop like he's so so good and there's a line that I laughed so hard I don't remember if it was right before they find out the roads not finished and he just yells. <laughs> He's just like, uh, I wrote it down. He said, you're fired. Everyone's fucking fired. <laughs> and it was just the way he, uh, the way he just said that line. It was like, it was perfect. Like it, mm-hmm. he's so funny. He's great in this film. And also Alan it's Ruck as the stupid tourist. I love oh, him. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, I love Alan anyway and everything, but man, Joe Morton. He was really pulling it in this movie. Can we get a Joe Morton t-shirt on the VHS Village store? From? Yes, I definitely that, will. That's a great name. That's like a brand. Joe Morton. Joe Morton. Joe, Joe Morton's. <laughs> Joe Morton's Cigarettes. Steaks. Pour me some Joe Morton. Proto, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, I don't know. It feels like you didn't take notes. During this movie, do you ever take notes when we watch movies? Oh no, no, I've got, I've got some notes. Got I mean, I've just been thinking about Hopper, yeah. and uh, again, it's not so to, hard, yeah. not to dwell on the spending two the years on the elevator job. <laughs> he then comes up with like this even more complicated bus job, and throws in a revenge aspect to get Jack back for you know screwing up his elevator job. He what's he do? Like he comes up with this in two weeks. Mm. Like the amount of work that he accomplished, it, it, was he just slacking off for two years and then he just puts the pedal to the metal? Like, I am going to get this done. Cause it's like, <laughs> this job is more complicated. You got a moving bus, you got cameras on the mm-hmm. bus. Yeah. How could he even do all this work? I mean, the guy only has one thumb. I just don't know if he could have done this <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> I just don't know. Also, when he is chasing the hop around the mm-hmm. corner where he does his laugh scene. You know, he turns the corner, Keanu doesn't catch up to him, and there's an explosion. Yeah. They say that the guy took his own life. 
What are they right. basing that on? Did they see human flesh on a wall or like he didn't die? Where he are the remains? Yeah, like what where is the factual uh, evidence that he's dead in any way, shape, or form? So terrible. When Joe Morton, Joe Morton stakes gets on that like sidecar with the with the cops because they oh, think they're gosh. gonna be able to pull people off of the bus. And he gets him to agree to get the driver off. So they pull the driver off. But they like say several times, he's only gonna let us take one off and no one else can come off. Mm-hmm. Then the crazy uh, lady tries to jump off and the cops are like, yeah, yeah, come on, come on. Yeah, Do they not hear the rules of this game here? <clears throat> like if, if she comes off, he could blow the whole thing. Like these mm-hmm. idiot cops, I hope they got fired. Please. He also had a second bomb to blow the steps off. Oh, for yeah. her to go under the tires. Like a warning, like, what? Yeah. yeah. What are the chances that you know you're going to be in a situation where I'm going to need to blow someone up from the steps of that bus? Without blowing the entire yeah, bus. Yeah. Up. He's like taking notes like, all right, bomb on the bus. Also, bomb on the steps in case someone tries to jump off the bus. <laughs> the backup plans that he had in his, in his mind. Mackenzie, what else you got? So, like, the only thing I knew about going in this movie was bus go fast. That's mm. all I knew. So, I I was honestly so, like, happily surprised at how well it filled a two-hour runtime. Like, I really mm. was like, how mm. the hell are they going to fill a movie with a bus can't go below 50 miles per hour? But I, like, was so into every little, like, wrench that got thrown in. Like, the, mm. you know, having to... The, the bus driver getting shot into the the highway isn't finished into the you know the the gas tanks leaking into the, the explosions are happening oh. like I just felt like the development of every kind of little thing that could go wrong was so f- like fun to me that mm-hmm. like I, I just I was like shocked and mm-hmm. loved how they were able to fill the runtime and then this third act is like its own thing which was right. really yeah. interesting as well like I I, I yeah. I feel like I, I I'm showing my cards a bit with how much I enjoy this movie re ratings, but yeah, like most of my notes are just incomprehensible yelling, like "Oh my god, that was so cool!" Uh, like that, I know we talked about it, but the fake out with the baby, like I screamed. Yeah. I was literally like, "She's about to hit this baby!" Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was Sandra in that moment. I was crying. I was screaming. Uh, it was I was just like. I'm like mad that this movie got me. Like I'm so <laughs> mad that this movie got me so into it. You know, I'm like, that's how I feel about this movie. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I'm so into this movie. Mm-hmm. For Hoven would have killed a baby. There's a lot of Verhoeven slander yeah, on this show right now. I don't know what hey, movie you watched that Danny turned off movie. after 10 minutes, but I'm not happy about it. This movie connects to Verhoeven because the guy who drove the Jaguar was in Showgirls. So it's oh, all there you go. Comes back yeah, I would Verhoeven. want a Verhoeven speed movie. He could do it. He could do an amazing Oof. job. It would be He's too nuns. It would be too nuns. It would be two nuns on the bus. We can't take <laughs> them away just, from that work. <laughs> no. Two nuns making out on the bus. Which and I the still bus need to see. Please, God, I need to see that movie. Uh, let's see. Who's up next? Is it Danny? Danny, you're sure, up. Sure, I'll go. Um, like like uh, Mackenzie was saying, this film has, it has like three major, like it has the elevator scene, it has the bus chase, and then it has the subway scene. And the subway scene is bonkers too. Like mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper gets his head knocked off. Like I was not, I was not ready for that. I didn't even, I didn't even like comprehend that that's anything could happen like that at the end of this film. Yeah. And Sandra tie, like handcuffed to the rail. Are you kidding me? And then him not this whole being ending. able to get And then he just the cranks rail. the speed up and it, for whatever reason, ramps out of the subway and lands just fine in the middle of a street. Like it's chef kiss ridiculously perfect. Like, there's no reason any of this should work. Yeah. I mean, 99 times out of 100, they're crashing into a wall and they're just blood puddles <laughs> after the thing crashes. It was there's so no makeout scene Missed. happening there. No makeout scenes. And Sandra is so good in this film. I, I, I love her, like, just driving the bus nonchalant at, at moments. Like, she literally has a bomb, but it's like, it's cool. I'll keep it at 50, Keanu, whatever you say. <laughs> I mean, I would be the same way. That was my my other note. It's just Sandra in this. I just love her in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a you know, 95. It's an older movie with her in it. And I don't think I really 
Like, I mean, because she's such a great actress, especially in like some of her later movies that she's done. It's like, I, I, I don't know. I wonder, I kind of want to like go back and if there's like any movies of hers that I missed during this period, she's so charismatic. Like I just, I remember, mm-hmm. I feel like the first movie she struck me in was uh Miss Congeniality. I remember seeing that and being like, huh, this is actually like, she is really uh, something special and that's 2000. But then like, I mean, every movie I see her and I love her. So she was force of nature. Mikey P says force of nature. Is that with yeah. Ben Affleck? Is he the other? I think he's just describing her in general. (laughs) True statement. Oh, and then while you were sleeping, while you were sleeping is all time. All time. All time best. 2006, the lake house, Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves. (laughs) Oh yeah. I remember that. (laughs) Forgot that movie. Jeez. Is this, is this the spiritual sequel to speed? The net. Oh, the net. net. That's the one. That's the one. I think there's I mean, a, I hate. You hate what? You hate bring the up, net? No, I hate to bring up the white savior movie she did, but Blindside was her Academy Award winning movie, right? Or am I making can that up? Can anyone confirm that? Marcy? Can we get Marcy to confirm? Can say. She says yes. All I know is She's Gravity was an amazing theater experience movie. I, that oh, movie was yeah, bonkers. Gravity. Thank you. Yeah. There's a um, net, the net Easter egg on letterbox.com. FYI. Mm-hmm. You go to the net and letterboxed. See if you can find it. See if you can find it. Um, lost his head. That line was oof for me from Keanu. He lost his head. Dennis saying, don't fuck with daddy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it's so good. I feel like all of his lines were this is all Dennis of his Hopper lines. lines. Like, I don't even know if he even <laughs> he improvised everything. Or if can he we have a supercut of all of his lines in this episode, please? <laughs> How'd that bus stay above 50 when they were scraping along all those cars? Yeah, the amount of times this bus had to have been under 50 miles an hour. How stressful was that too when when she was like hitting the sides of all those cars making that turn? Oh my God. How much horsepower does this bus have? (laughs) Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Oh, Jeff Daniels as Keanu's partner in crime, SWAT, somehow snuck onto the SWAT team and the police force in general. But you're dealing with a bomber who has set up elaborate traps, traps, Mm -hmm. just period, traps. Mm -hmm. You find out his home address. What kind of idiot are you Mm -hmm. that you would not assume that that house is also a trap with a bomb? Right, Mackenzie? Literally. Why would you even think he was in there? Why would you think he's there? Because he doesn't seem that smart. I yeah I also that was one thing I was like why would you walk into like, the second I walk in I don't hear life I'm walking right out like the, mm-hmm. clearly this is a trap that was uh the dumbest thing I've ever seen I stand with Jeff Daniels I would have went in the house too you would have went in the house yeah I would have thought it's fine why is the guy gonna blow up his own house I you know I believe that Proto would walk in to the bomb <laughs> house because we vacationed together in the mountains and there's like a ladder, oh a steep God. ladder going up this mountain. Wild. That was at like a 90 degree angle. Basically. Proto walked up the ladder without <laughs> using his hands. There's video Levitate. evidence of this. And it's one of the craziest Stop. things I've ever witnessed. This is being exaggerated now, this story. It's not. <laughs> it's true. Danny I'm was there. The Danny chills. saw it. I'm getting the chills when we witnessed what? that day. I'm chilled up. So I believe that Proto would walk into a bomb house and just hope for the best. <laughs> no fear. No fear. I, I would never assume it's his real address. Truly ever. Mm. He's a ma- he's a mastermind, right? He's yeah. a he's a I would never assume it was his real address. Mastermind Dennis Hopper. <laughs> it is yeah. I believe I gotta go be on the LIPD instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh Proto, anything else for speed that we didn't cover yet? No, that's really it. I mean, my last note was that the train track also wasn't finished. They're on they're on they're <laughs> stuck <laughs> on a moving vehicle going Super fast, and I'm both. They're on something that isn't finished on the road. What are the chances? <laughs> Nothing in this movie is finished. No, I, guess I mean Keanu, LA. brilliant though. I'll speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he made the worst lines sound like gold to me. Yeah, I would. I would believe him. Okay. I would believe him oh, in yeah. those moments if I was Sandra. I also, I like that she. They couldn't get her off that uh, hand, that handcuff thing. Like mm-hmm. that was just the thing that they were just going to have to deal with and potentially die. I thought that was They were cool. having a moment there too. You stayed with me. Mm. 
Yeah, you you tried to post a photo of those two in Discord and Discord uh, NSFW <laughs> did. Too steamy. Too Discord. They saw too much of Sandy's, I don't know, shoulders, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Bare shoulders said, were too much. No, no. Uh, what else for speed, Mackenzie, that you wanted to cover? I think the only thing we haven't really talked about at all is like the passengers of the bus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I really liked... Um, I feel like Sandra Bullock's character was like the prime example of this, but I really loved the range and like arcs of emotions. They let the passengers kind of feel Mm -hmm. as a, as a unit. Like I liked that there was this fear and then there was this like, Oh, we're feeling badass. And then when she gets exploded, it's like, Oh no, now we're going to (laughs) die. I just felt like um, I was one of the passengers. I felt Mm. like they were kind of the vehicle with which the audience could kind of sit with as well. And, I, I like that we got to see them like become heroes. Like they got to work together to save each other's lives and mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock's arc of like becoming a hero. Like I really liked that, you know, there's like the, 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 the copaganda of like, we're the badass cops <laughs> yeah. here to save the day. But it was kind of fun to see the ordinary people also be the ones to save themselves a lot. Right. Uh, I don't know. I mm. really liked, I just liked the passengers. I thought they all were fun and I liked, I liked them. The bus driver getting shot is just nuts. <laughs> oh, God. Like, why is this happening? Yeah. What a way to start. <laughs> I think those are probably all of my notes. Danny, what about you? Do you have anything left before we get to final thoughts and ratings? Um, this is just a t- shit ton of fun. I mean, it, you just, uh, it's hard from the beginning to end. This movie is ridiculous. Dennis Hopper is amazing as a r- bad villain, just doing his own thing. Keanu's amazing. Sandra's amazing. The stunts are fun. I mean, I just, I had a lot of fun with it. I'm going to stick with uh, three stars. Wow. Whoa. I didn't, I thought you were going to be a four banger at least on that one. I'm stunned. What? I'm stunned I mean, by that. Yeah, come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> come on. When you, when you put your notes down at the beginning of the movie, you know you're sitting with a three banger. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I, three stars is good. That's true. Omar points out. Twister says hi, Kev says. Yeah, what was your Twister rating? It was like four and a half stars you gave, didn't it? Of course I did. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I wouldn't rate Twister higher than Speed. I am up. Twister, Twister has a nostalgia. Let's get into it. Mm. Haven't seen Twister. I've seen Twister a lot, though. That's the difference. Um, Proto, what's your final thoughts and rating for Speed? This is the best action movie starring a bus. <laughs> This is the best movie with Keanu and Sandra as romantic leads. And this is the best two-star movie. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like we knew where we were headed with that proto letterboxed review. Oh, I'm that sweating. Was, it, was, it was sopping with sarcasm. Uh, I think I previously had a three-star rating for Speed. I think I watched it maybe last year, maybe a couple years yeah, four ago. four stars. Did I give it four stars? Um, mm. So I'm going to stay there. This is a four star enjoy mm. enjoyment movie. You know, you have a lot of fun watching this movie. I'm not mm-hmm. saying this is like Oscar. No. You know? Although maybe Oscar should have shown brightly on the cast of Speed. <laughs> but this is a four star movie for me, for sure. I had a lot of fun going back to it. Mackenzie, the floor is yours. Oh, God, I'm sweating. To, to You're live safe my here. Truth here. Here on the Sony Live your truth. I had never seen this before, knew nothing about it, did not know what to expect. And every single second of this movie, I was smiling ear to ear. Mm. I loved, I loved every like moment of this movie. Even the like dumb stuff I loved. I I am someone who rates on my enjoyment. You know, mm. Scooby Doo Two, five stars. Charlie's <laughs> Angels, five stars. Speed, five stars. Oh, yes, there it is. There it is. Wow, wow, I, wow. I've been flip flopping. I was like, I gotta go four and a half. I don't want to seem like a dweeb, but I have to, to live <laughs> my it. truth because I, I was thinking about it in the car today, and I was like, I really, I left that movie just feeling like I enjoyed it so much, and it's been a long time, I think, since a movie's made me enjoy it that much mm. but yeah i don't know i think i'm gonna give it five stars i've been like my fingers been itching on my letterbox review to update it because i i just i loved it so much i really did i am glad i had an excuse to watch it because i couldn't believe how much fun it was what was the last 
two-star movie that Proto gave on this podcast. What was Hercules? Was Hercules? I don't mean to bring it up again, but is that, <laughs> what, you just that one there. or two? That's, that's that's a Patreon exclusive. Hercules okay? is also a five banger. So oh, some mm. revenge there for Proto. Favorite well, uh, Disney movie growing well, up. Well, that's I mean that's that, <laughs> everything is in balance again because Mackenzie just made up for the stars missing from me and Danny's reviews. So <laughs> all evens out. There we go. We're all balanced. <laughs> I'm here to bring balance. The balance has been restored in this podcast. We do have a letter, I think, in a VM to get to real quick. You can leave us some feedback at 70mmpod.com. There's links on there to shoot us a letter, an email, or a VM. So let's see what we got here. Diamond King sent one in, I think, just under the wire Monday, a couple of days ago. Subject line, signs and speed. Hey, 70mm, it's your pal King Dime from Twitter again. I was listening to the episode of Signs and Side Note, the scene where Mel and Joaquin are running outside the house yelling, time for an ass whooping and <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Hilarious. But you guys mentioned that the next movie is Speed, which I saw for the first time earlier this year and mm. loved it. Keanu Reeves was born to be an action star. Four stars all around. Can't wait to hear what you guys say. That's King Dime. Thank you, King mm. Dime. Might be in chat right now. Four stars for Speed. There's a lot of high ratings I saw from the village for speed. It's mm -hmm. nice. Currently sitting at a three and a half star rating on V'ger, the supercomputer who loves movies. Five stars from Shantana. What? Yeah. That's real. And five stars from Dylan as well. Is this real? Let me read Dylan's review. Quote, honestly, it's insane that they kept making movies after this. <laughs> <laughs> the peak. With speed. <laughs> All we need. <laughs> the uh, end I think of my speed cinema. review is my most liked review now. Yes. <laughs> On the great balancing. All right, let's see. We have a voicemail to get to. This might be from Woody. Hey, this is Woody calling in from Hampshire in England. Hope you and all the villagers are doing well. Since finding 70mm earlier this year, it's become my favorite podcast. Oh. And when I heard you guys were covering signs... I decided it was finally time to lose my voicemail virginity. This was such a significant film for me growing up. I first watched it at around age 10 in the early 2000s after I stumbled across the VHS at a friend's house oh. and was very intrigued by the spooky art on the box. It terrified me and fascinated me in a way that a film had never done before that point. So I just watched it for the first time in at least a decade. And while it is a little dated... I still have a lot of warm feelings attached mm. to it, which perhaps helped me to overlook some of its shortcomings. Mm. Nevertheless, some notes I have are how funny the script is, mm. the brilliant score that still gives me chills, and the scares, which I think are each executed perfectly. Mm. Also, while I'm here, I wanted to ask, how did you guys all meet and become friends before the podcast? I've always been curious. Okay, mm. thanks, guys. Take care. Ooh, thank you, Woody. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for going on this journey with us. It reminds me, this was like, I guess, sort of a while ago, but we did an AMA after an episode like last, was it, when was that? It was like <laughs> eons knows? ago. Like 2021. <laughs> 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 Wanna feel old? Uh, yeah, it was a, <laughs> we did an AMA. That was pretty fun. We, maybe we should do another one. How did we all meet? Um, I think... Correct me if I am incorrect, but we met uh, due to the Paper Keg podcast mm -hmm. that me, Dale, and Jonesy did about comic books. Mm. And uh, we all became friends. I think Proto listened to that podcast. Danny became a listener yeah. mm -hmm. to that podcast. And then we had something very similar to what has happened with the VHS Village. We all became friends and we made like a Slack where we talked during the day to pass the time and then we all just became best friends forever and then we started and then apex came out mm. and then we started talking nightly did i leave anything out proto that's it that's all the, the major points the rest it was a history. decade ago matt i was thinking about this because i started listening ago, really? to paper keg when i opened the comic book store in orlando mm. and uh 10 years in september would be the store wild 10 years First, first time I met Slim was Free Comic Book Day 2013 in Ooh. Delaware. 
We did, listen, it was a different time, 2013. <laughs> we, our friend's shop, the comic book shop, that's the full name of it. We got a table for our podcast <laughs> at the comic shop. Outside. Outside. We just like hung out. And what? We, what yeah, it's it, amazing. Like, looking back. Was it a comic podcast? It was. It yeah. was a comics podcast. Okay, okay. But these that kinds of like sense. promos just always feel so goofy to me. And looking back, it was just so strange that we did it. But we just sat there, the four of us, talking, well, one pr- previous host, Mark, now deceased, rest in peace. Um, that's an old <laughs> gag, so he's not <laughs> actually say, dead. That. That's, a, that's a joke to the Paper Cake listeners that is not going to try and translate now, so I'll just set the record straight. He's still alive, and I still talk to him. Um, but we sat outside the comic book shop. Proto came up. Uh, some other local listeners had come up to the show. Some people that never listened to the show came up, and we're like trying to pitch them on our podcast. Um, eventually, we got like burned out talking about comics. We're doing a, com- a weekly comic book podcast for years. We got burned out talking about comics, so we eventually drifted into movies and like TV shows. And then our lives just got really busy, so we uh, slowed down and eventually went into semi-retirement mm. from the podcast. You know how long I thought Mark was dead for? <laughs> <laughs> Mark eventually left the show, I think, around like episode 70 or maybe 90. We did th- over 300 episodes. So to explain his absence, as you may know from listening to the show, I like to just do goofy bits that make make me laugh. So I said, Mark died. I said, (laughs) (laughs) a goofy bit where you say someone's literally dead. So so I said, you know, Mark's, you know, now deceased, former host of the show, rest in peace. And I just did that for like a decade. Uh, so that's a little insight into uh, the past but thank you very much Woody for your email your, your VM and thanks for joining the community yeah, for thanks, sure Woody. we need to announce our next movie mm-hmm. you know this is a 21st century blockbusters Proto has been thinking about this for a long time you know we're getting into the end of the month uh, what's what's been your thought process, Proto, for choosing this movie, and, and what's it going to be? Well, I mean, this is just to be honest with everyone. This is what happened. We were brainstorming what to do. You know, we all picked movies. They were all, you know, lined up. But then we got to you know needing to pick a fourth movie, and I double checked. There hasn't been another summer blockbuster in the twenty first <laughs> century. Jeez. There was only three. Oh my um, God. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So, you know, <laughs> we did it. We looked, what are we going to do? We just have to go Jeez. in a different direction. And we realized, you know, like, let's not make this uh, a disappointment. Let's make this a victory for us. Uh, hmm. you know, so we said, let's go back to the one of our wells, something where we had a great time. So we're going back to the comedy well. We're going back hmm. to Monty Python. Mm-hmm. We, and we are doing uh, which one are we doing? The Life of Brian. The Life of Brian. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's happening. So, Netflix. 79. Proto's right. We we went to the bottom of the barrel. There's nothing left. We had to go back to try to get a win for the community and for this podcast. We need a win. I've mm-hmm. never seen Life of Brian. That's Criterion mm. Collection. <gasps> Big the time. And that's again. <laughs> This is a Sorry, another Cinonauts. scoop. Okay. <laughs> See, if Synonauts was planning to do Life of Brian for the Akira <laughs> month that started six months ago, listen, we can't we can't pull back any further. <laughs> I've only seen Holy Grail. Holy oh. Grail is such an all-timer. I cannot wait to watch this with you guys. Uh, Casey says 94 minutes. Life Bless. of Brian. Oh, Remember the fun we had doing Monty Python, that episode? Doing changes. <laughs> who are you who are so wise in the ways of science? And I the look Britons. back at <laughs> Whoa! My, Amanda still says what like that to me when something shocks her. Life of Brian, mm. thank you, Proto, for your bravery in choosing this movie for yeah. August. Uh, it's going to be a great time. And before we leave, thank you, Mackenzie, for coming on yes, the show. Yes, thank you, Mackenzie. Yeah, thank you. A lot of fun talking about speed. Me. And everyone, if you're, there's probably a ton of Lynch fans that are listening right now. 
check out Mackenzie's podcast on Lynch. We'll have a link to it in the episode notes. Um, and join our Discord. You know, if you're hanging out, mm-hmm. you want to talk movies with us. You want to? There's a book club. I need to point out there's a book club happening for Dune in our Discord. Listen, Casey bought Dune to read. Okay, the what? book is in our bedroom, and I keep glancing at it like, there's no way she's doing this. <laughs> I'm proud of her for giving it a go. Yeah. I am. One of the one of the hosts of Dune Pod is running this book club, Jason. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you've listened to that podcast from Tape Deck, but we'll see. Prado, can you take us out before Life of Brian? You know what? I didn't really have anything prepared, but I you know what, Mackenzie, I, I did I did a little research on you and I did see <laughs> oh, that you have oh. some <laughs> some what? performance work and we heard it earlier where you, yes. you do some great impersonations. So I was wondering, I mean, we love voices here, right? Mm. Uh, could you just give us a taste of something? Could you just, just give us an impersonation, anything, anything you got? Um, yes. I went to school for theater like a fool. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love my theater degree. I only have one impression and it's share. Oh my um, God. God, I have, I have a couple of shares. I have share accepting her Academy Award. Okay. <laughs> which is, Focus. Uh, Moonstruck, amazing movie. Yes. Uh, I, I just love the ending line for some reason when she says, um, God, I haven't done this in a year and a half. I don't think this means I am somebody, but I, I, I do think this means I'm on my way. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Also, I used to love doing Sharon burlesque because I think that that is her. I can't even believe I was front row center for that movie. The day it opened. I love that movie because mm. she does the <clears throat> show a little more, show a little less, add a little smoke. Welcome to burlesque. <laughs> Seventy Millimeter is a tape deck production featuring original artwork provided by Danny Haas. Spiritual guidance and Viger, the robot who loves movies, created by Predalexis. Producer Amaritis, Dale underscore A. Prints and other merch are available on 70mmpod.com. This episode was mixed, edited, and produced by me, Slim. You can support our Patreon for access to the VHS Village Discord to talk movies with new friends, access to exclusive episodes, discounts on merch, and a physical membership card mailed to you. To check out other Tape Deck podcasts, find the link in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support our friends at Letterboxd and upgrade to pro or patron status, you can do so with a 20% off discount using the links at 70mmpod.com. Goodbye. This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Mm.